action. Hello and welcome to the worst movie ever made. An experimental podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. We put bad movies through a series of tests to help us on our mission. I'm your host, Chris Ackman. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow mad scientist, Rob Scucci. Hey, Rob, how are you and why are we doing this? I'm great. Um, dude, check this out. Uh, it's a new thing I found. It's it's caffeinated seltzer water and it's uh, wow. black tea and mango flavored. So, um, uh, you know, I'm going to try not to take a piss break during this episode, but it's just so delicious. <laughs> um, yeah, and we're, awesome. We are here to talk about um, – well, we got a couple things to talk about, but most importantly, Ron Howard's <laughs> – how the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes, that a is movie, the subject. A movie that has a total of nine minutes of a Grinch stealing Christmas. <laughs> that's so true, man. Uh, <laughs> that That's bound to come up a number of times yes. over the course of the pod. Uh, hey, look, I think we have come up with uh, a, a new format that we are going to sort of unfurl as the episodes go along. You're going to get um, you know, more of the meat of that new format for the next season because we want to finish this one out. Uh, true to the rest of the movies in the season. Uh, so we are planning on doing that round robin, um, you know, sort of tournament at the end of four seasons. So we will seed all of the movies so, uh, that it is appropriately, um, you know, matched to one another. One seed, yeah. one seed, blah, 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 you know, as we go along. So it, the, the new morph format will not be too much different than the one that mm-hmm. we have now. Um, but we wanted to let you know with a new name comes some new territory, but we're um, aiming to entertain you. So that's yeah. why we're doing it. Um, you know, we think we can uh, fine tune it a bit and we'd yeah. like this name better. And uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And, you know, other okay. stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, getting more listeners. Yeah. Cause like, here's the thing. <laughs> when we, when we named the old podcast, the bomb filter, we thought like we are, we have a series of tests that are, a, you know, there are a series of filters that were yeah. running films that bombed through. So like right. in our head, in our genius heads, we're like, this is fucking amazing. Like we, we are both on board with that. And then yeah. Chris looked up last night or night before. And we found out like the worst movie ever made is a perfect title for our podcast and completely available on every form <laughs> of social media <laughs> and every podcast um, platform. So Which uh, we had was shocking to me, yeah. but um, we stole it. We, we kind of went into it thinking like there's no way that'd be available. So we just never checked and we checked yeah. and it's like, it's, it's a better name. It's a better format. If it's the spirit and uh, moving forward, we are the worst movie ever made podcast. Yes. And uh, your feed will not change. So, um, yes. you know, you can see a different logo and a different name, but uh, the new episodes will come out uh, same as always. Uh, and yeah. on Wednesday. So uh, why don't we get into the um, new sort of format we're working on this week? Okay, sounds good. Don't worry, people. It's not going to be too different. In fact, we're starting with bad reviews. Yeah. Uh, so Mike Clark of USA Today, uh, I've got a few short ones. Mm-hmm. Mike Clark says, overproduced and essentially charmless. Yeah. Sean uh, Levy, I guess is how you would say his name from the uh, Oregonian, says, noisy, random, and hard on the eyes. Yeah. It, it can be. Agreed. Uh, Stephanie Zacharick from salon says you will not like it on the screen you will not like it not one scene <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah uh you got youtube comments yeah um so sean Pultz said when i first saw this trailer and saw jim carrey in that makeup i thought there's only one person who could do that kind of makeup and that's rick baker sure enough i was right nice. um let's see 
Uh, Jim Carrey didn't play the Grinch. He is the Grinch. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> All right. And then, um, if I had no knowledge of the Grinch, I would have watched this trailer and instantly thought it was a horror film. The dark tone, the suspenseful music, and the evil stare at the end of the trailer. I mean, okay. they could have done like the whole Krampus thing with it or Krampus, Kramer, Kramer, Krampus or whatever. Krampus, yeah. And, and it probably would have been better. Um, yeah. It felt like a, this, it felt like a Tim Burton movie trying to be a Christopher Nolan movie. And it should have yeah. just been Tim, it should have just been Tim Burton. Yeah. It could have been skewed even a, a bit uh, darker. It might have been more entertaining. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Let's, uh, do our first test. Yeah. Okay. The Keystone apparatus. Nothing about this has changed. Um, this is an environment of movies that this movie, uh, exists in. So we take seven movies and their critic scores. We average them. And then we compare how the Grinch stole Christmas uh, critic score to that average. The difference is our overall score and the first uh, for our first test. So let's do test number one, the Keystone Apparatus. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step up the window my latest creation, the darn, tooted, raging, deucing, convoluted, highfalutin Keystone Apparatus. You want to know if you're putting or a prey? Then step this way and have your say. Wait, oh no, what's happening? Something is going terribly wrong! <laughs> Alright, nice. Uh, so the first one that I got was The Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers. Yeah. Never seen it, don't want to. Yeah. Mike Myers is hit or miss. Like, he's got that stupid brand of humor, but mm. like, the, the Austin Powers were funny in the past, but like, I'm afraid yeah. to watch them as an adult because they're probably not. Yeah, and, like, yeah, that's true. That's true. I haven't yeah. seen them in quite a while, but the, I remember really liking the first one. Yeah. And like Wayne's World's good. Yeah. 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 Sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, anyway, got the 9%. Yeah. So not so good. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. I saw it and had to write it down. This Jamie Lee Curtis and yep. Tim Allen. We know because we watched it last week. A 5%. We already knew that too. Yeah. Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin. Uh, 66. I think we mentioned this maybe on the uh, first holiday episode. Yeah. Disappointing score, 66. Yeah. Um, a Christmas story with Peter Billingsley, I believe it is. Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, got an 89. Yeah. That, that is a good movie. Uh, the Santa Claus again, Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. A 72. Okay. Jingle all the way. Another, a, uh, podcast that we, we've already done. Yeah. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, as you know, at 19%. And then mm-hmm. finally, The Nightmare Before Christmas with uh, Danny Elfman, I wrote down, and he does the voice of Jack Skellington. Yeah. A 95%. Yeah, that deserves it. Yeah, it's really innovative, if yeah. nothing else. Um, you know what I heard about the, um, the Nightmare Before Christmas? Just an interesting little factoid real quick. What's that? I, I heard that um, – I don't know if it was Tim Burton, but whoever was in charge of um, like the scene setting – they mm-hmm. did not allow the people creating the models to do any right angles. Hmm. Literally every angle of every house and every street and everything in uh, like the Halloween world is there's no right angle. That's a, that's a Tim Burton thing. Like even like Gotham in those Batman movies, yeah. like the, even like the, the like the architecture is just uh is like jagged almost. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. Uh, certainly what they were going for. I thought that was cool. <laughs> anyway, the average of all those movies is a fifty-one. Uh huh. You want to guess what the Grinch got? I didn't look it up um, when when we were doing this, but everybody I talked to was like 50-50, man. It's a really polarizing movie. Like You love it or you hate it. It's Ron Howard. It's Jim Carrey. But uh, I can't see a breaking 40. Like 35? 
Okay, so you were uh, so close to that 50-50 guess. Yeah. Check this out. We got a 51 for the average and a 49 for the Grinch. Oh, wow. Okay. So a negative two. Uh, okay. So that is not a crazy score. Um, I guess that nah. bodes well for the movie. Um, yeah. It is prey. It's not as good as the community, but almost. Yeah. I mean, it had the cranks, though. It had the cat in the hat. It had yeah. Jingle all the way. So, um, you know, some of its competitors, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, we're also terrible. But. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of close. So let's do test number two. Um, and we're going to do a, a slightly different format this time. Uh, Rob, you don't have to okay. do the stopwatch. Oh, okay. I'm going to just ask you a couple questions at the end of the plot. Um, and we're going to include the star, uh, rating. Okay. So that, that'll help guide us, um, as it compares to others. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to sum this movie up and try to make sense of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in the elevator movie plot pitch. So I'm going to try to um, tell you what the guy in the elevator must have told the major producer okay, um, about the movie and trying to sell it to the major producer. So, uh, and so he's got like a Bluetooth in one ear and he's like reading like the, the inquire with the, and someone's like telling him the idea he's getting the gist of it and then telling someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, okay. let's go with that. Okay. All right. So this is test number two, the elevator movie plot. The Elevator Movie Blockage. Okay, in the quantum universe of the infinitesimally small, time moves much more slowly. Inside a snowflake falling to the surface of the Earth from a great height, there's a microverse of life, mountains, trees, and living beings called the Who's. Mm -hmm. Those Who's are privy to the earthly tradition of Christmas. Not only do they celebrate, but the big red man himself pays them a visit by shrinking to the size of an amoeba and delivering holiday gifts for all of Whoville. There is one moldy misbehavior bent on ending this tradition altogether. The Grinch attempts to steal Christmas, but after some learned lessons and anatomical increases, he might just steal your heart. So, would you watch that movie? Yeah, the way you put it, I would. Okay, um... So I'm going to, I swear to God, I'm going to ask this from now on. Okay. Uh, is, is it, is it believable? Do you feel like you have to suspend your disbelief quite a bit for that? A little bit, just the shrinking. And I mean, like a lot of movies, it's fiction. So you have to suspend disbelief, but yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're knowing this is like an adaptation from like a Dr. Seuss, then mm-hmm. no, I wouldn't suspend too much disbelief. You pretty much captured the whole like zeitgeist or that whole universe. So, okay, cool. So what would you give the, uh, the movie first star rating? Like the your pitch or the movie? My my pitch, yeah, my pitch. I give you a four star on that. Okay, I want to know uh, like whether the producer would pick up the movie. I guess. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we have a measuring stick to compare it to other movies. Okay. Okay, let's do test number three: the indefensible dialogue counter. All right. So what we do here is um, normally we tally up all of the bad lines of dialogue, mm-hmm. but last week, Rob. As you might remember, we had 35 lines of dialogue, yeah. and we bogged down the entire show while you, Kevin, and I went on tirades and uh, yeah. explained side points, and it ended up being like an hour-long test, which we yeah. can't have, right? No. So uh, here's what I'm thinking. We're going to do the top 10 worst lines, mm-hmm. but to make it fair, we're going to add multipliers like we do sometimes, right? Yeah. So if the line is like particularly bad, you tell me how many times it counts as a bad line of dialogue. Okay. Not that it appears, not that it appears, you know, more than once. That may be true, but how bad the line is, because if it's worse than others, it deserves to be, uh, you know, 
punished more than others, right? All right. Uh, is there a cap on this? Is it like a one through 10 or are we just gonna, I can say like, that's like 50 right there. Cause it fucking sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we should cap it so that it's in the realm. All right. Um, just don't, don't be, rest. don't be a dick basically. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Okay. Um, I would say, you know, we can't go higher than like five times because we, we have for audio clips in the past. Yeah. Um, but we, we probably shouldn't. So, okay. so why don't we cap it at five and see how that does? Look, right. guys, this is science, you know? It's not perfect. Yeah, part of that, science is only right until it's proven wrong. Right, exactly. Yeah. Maybe we got it wrong, but we're, yeah. we're working on getting it right for you guys. So yeah. let's do test number three. <laughs> <laughs> After all of that, it's going to be an hour-long segment anyway. Yes. Uh, the Indefensible Dialogue Cover. Okay. You say Something that makes absolutely no sense. Something similarly stupid. Hello, hello. All right, cool. So I'm going to give you the top 10 worst, in my okay. opinion. All right. Um, and then just let me know just how bad they are, and we'll tally it up that way. Okay. Number one, the Grinch saying, wrong-o. Oh, that's the whole thing? Um, yeah, <laughs> that's it. I'll give it a three. Okay, I hate that. Yeah. Personally. I don't think it's funny. Um, it's low effort. Yeah. It just irks me. Number two, this is a Lulu Who, I think his name is. Yeah. Um, is my Sub-Zero Chillerator running? Well, I suppose so. And then the Grinch says back, well, then you better go catch it. I'll be forgiving because that's like so stupid. I'll give it like a two. A two. Okay. Yeah. So um, we're five for two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. So five so far. Uh, number three, Kubalation. That's it. Just Kubalation. Five. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're at ten. Uh, number four is our first audio clip of the week. Okay. Uh, and this is more than one line, so we'll see how to deal with it afterwards. This is, uh, maybe we'll call it the Book of Cheer. Okay. Let me uh, quote a verse from the Book of Who. Thank you. Ah, the term Grinchy shall apply when Christmas spirit is in short supply. Now I ask you, does that sound like our holiday cheermeister? True, Mr. Mayhew. But the Book of Who says this too. No matter how different a Who may appear, he will always be welcome with holiday cheer. Well, yes, but the, the uh, book also says the, uh, the award cannot go to the Grinch because sometimes uh, things get the uh, lead pipe cinch. It doesn't say that. Oh, no, 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 it does. What page? Ah, uh, oops, lost my, uh, my, my place, but it's, it's, it's in here. But the book does say the cheermeister is the one who deserves a backslap or a toast, and it goes to the soul at Christmas who needs it most, and I believe that soul is the Grinch. And if you're the who's I hope you are, you will too. She's right. Sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. I. <laughs> how bad does it suck? One through five. Five. Okay. <laughs> we are climbing. Yeah. Uh, number five. The Grinch. Um, I, this was like a quick one, but he says, Suffering snorkel blasts. They're relentless. 
four. I, I think because like Jim Carrey, like it's been said that like he was trained by like Navy SEALs to deal with like for like the pain management of all the latex and like the contact oh, lenses wow. he was wearing. Okay. And I think he was like improving the lines. And at this point in the shoot, they're just like, dude, it's good enough. Just just say, say something Dr. Seuss ish and yeah. we'll just run with it. Yeah. And then we'll get this green shit off of you and you can go home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number six, this uh, Clint Howard, the very strange looking like mayor's right hand man. Yeah. His name is Hubris, by the way. Yeah. He says, as he's like pumping up the mayor, he says, a man who has had his tonsils removed twice. Is that tonsil uh, fraud? I think so. I mean, they don't grow back. <laughs> they, don't, no. they don't grow back. No. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, you want to give it a one, a two? Uh, what, what do you want to Five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> number seven, Betty Lou Who. You hunk of burning who? I mean, I don't know what that means. So I guess it had to be a five. <laughs> okay. That's worse than like, like, what was it, the end of summer uh, to the bubble burst from Grease 2? What was the bubble burst line from Grease 2? Yeah. Yeah. Um, stole like the bandit till the bubble yeah. burst. Stole like a bandit. Suddenly band of- <laughs> it got to be September 1st. It, it was that, but in who form? So, okay. Uh, wow. Well, you know, I think this movie des- deserves it because the dialogue's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, this is Lou, Lou Who again. Okay. I, this is right in the beginning, but it really pissed me off. So I put it later in the account. Yeah. Uh, we got three more to get through 10. All right. I got a snoozle phone for your brother, Drew. A snoozle phone for your brother, Stu. A monkle for your uncle. A fant for your aunt. And a fanpa for your cousin, Leon. That's yeah, supposed to be for your your grandpa. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a two because it's like the joke works in the right context and they, they, they kind of got there. Um, there was this one bit, um, uh, Admiral Admar's, sorry, Admiral Akbar's snack bar on YouTube. And they're going through okay. like, they're going through like Darth Molo's, uh, Qui-Gon Gin Flakes <laughs> and see, <laughs> they're going through like, they're like, uh, Balboa O's, uh, Boba Fett O's and, C3P flakes. And I think that was a better <laughs> okay. joke, but like it was, yeah, it was yeah. funny enough. That, that is better than this. Like this yeah. is the, the, the obvious thing they derail and it just did not, it actually bothered me enough to jot it down and include it in the top 10. So, yeah. Um, all right. Number nine. And then we have one more clip mm-hmm. uh, for the IDC and we'll move on. Okay. Uh, this is all the who's. I just want to point this out at the end. They sing their song, uh, the classic song. Fa who forays right? Yeah. It's I, the reason it bothers me is is that ancient who dialect? I I always thought that was Bahu Boris. <laughs> <I never really. laughs> yeah, the captions say Fa who forays Okay. Um, it sounds like I don't know, um, some kind of Game of Thrones like made up language or something. Yeah. Um, it's not. American English, which all the who's speak. And again, I'm having a trouble with the timeline. Like how, how many generations of who's have there been inside that snowflake? Yeah. Um, or is it some, you know, some language that they all also speak, we just never hear it again. So that's why it bothered me, I guess. Yeah. Um, and how much does it bother you? I'll give it a three because you made some valid points, uh, but I, I'm being forgiving because it paid homage to, um, the original 
Grinch. So okay. I could, I could, I could live with that. That's fair. Okay. Uh, last one is our last audio clip. Okay. Let me pull that up right now. Here we go. Your cheeks so. I know. Harry. No. Greasy. Stinky. Do I have a zit? No. Warm. <laughs> That's creepy. It's, it's, it's really, it's gross. What is that? The whole relationship between the Grinch and Cindy Lou Who in this movie, this made me uncomfortable and I'm giving it a five. Okay, good. Perfect. That um, It also made me uncomfortable, but was that supposed to be like you used to be like sh- there was no establishing that the Grinch has cold skin yeah. at any point. So it's supposed to be surprising that she said like you're full of warmth now. Of, yeah, exactly. I guess. I don't know. Um, anyway, that gave us a score of 39. Okay. Which is actually higher than uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Okay. There, I mean, there was a plethora of lines that I could have brought into. Yeah. Because what they were doing was trying to create Dr. Seuss dialect dialogue yeah. for the movie and failing. Yeah. And then they, they nailed the scenery. They nailed the scenery. Like that looked yeah. fucking great. It, it looked like a Dr. Seuss movie. Yeah. Or like but, a book. Yeah. yeah but like they, 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 the Grinch looked great. Uh, the special yeah. effects didn't look too great, but the Who's looked like fucking dog shit. Yes, I completely agree. Um, I mean, we're, we're definitely going to, uh, talk more about that in our, our, our last test. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess we could have, we could have gone, we could have gotten somewhere in the thirties lines anyway. So I, I feel like yeah. this is a relatively accurate way of looking at it because, okay. you know, if we wanted to ding them for every single time that they attempted to do a Seuss line and fail, yeah. it just wouldn't be so fun to litigate all of that. I don't mm-hmm. think so. I kind of yeah. like going through the top 10 and just, and just like blasting them for those. Yeah. Cause you always kind of like being a parole officer. And I've heard this like on studies, like with like this on a uh, decision fatigue where if, yes. if you're going for parole, you want, you want your hearing to be at like nine in the morning, not five in the afternoon. Cause the judge is making decisions all day. And by, by five o'clock, like, Oh, he robbed what? He robbed the quickie mart. Okay. He's sent him back in. They, 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 <laughs> they're more flippant right. and they're less decisive. Yeah. And like, I think towards the sure. end, like you stop defending things or analyzing things correctly because you're just, you're fatigued from it. You're just like, ah, I'm tired yeah. of this shit. I think, I think last, um, episode was eye opening while, uh, you know, I think that Kev, um, you and I made, made it fun. Yeah. It, it shouldn't, I don't think that we should be reading. I should be reading 35 lines of dialogue no. or, or whatever it was, it, you know, we, maybe it wasn't that many with the audio clips, but, um, you know, this is why, this is why we're doing this guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, real quick, before we go to the next segment, I, I have a clip yeah. of my own. I'd like to play. Oh um, yeah, sure. See, um, so I, I was watching it with headphones cause I, I had to like download a copy of it and I couldn't get captions. And yeah. it, it reminded me of a certain, uh, the, uh, Jim Carrey, his, him talking remind me of a certain person. I wanted oh, to see if you. Agree. Oh my god! Let's see. I already know. Damn it! Butter! Butter! What he say? Butter! Robert 
Rob Reiner. Like, it just reminded me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it just reminded um, me of it. Like, it's like, he's like, <laughs> it just reminded okay. me of Rob Reiner yelling butter. Yeah, from South Park, right? Yeah. That, that's where you rip that from. That's yeah. that's great. That um, clip just made me laugh. Like we used to do that all the time at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's perfect. Actually, the person that uh, the Grinch reminded me of will come up, um, okay. very soon. Okay. Um, but I yeah I won't reveal that yet because it's in, I'm going to tell you who he reminded me of in our next test. Okay. The emotometer overspill. Uh, So what we do here is we have 10 uh, units of measurement, so to speak, for what the range of a normal person would be given a certain situation. Actors and actresses try to get as close to the real situation and how the person would act, right? So if you go past 10, that means you're overacting. So as soon as you pass that 10 mark, we start to record the score. Um we plug it into the emotometer, just make sure that we're right. And, uh, you know, it feeds us back what it thinks. And then we, we jot it down in science. Yeah. Precise science. Yes. I, I can't stress that enough. It's super duper accurate. So here we go. Test number four, the emotometer overspill. You blow up The emotometer overspill. We're screaming is king. Wow. Okay, cool. So, uh, not yet, but I, I'm going to reveal to you okay. in our very next line <laughs> what I think he sounds like. Number one, though, Stu and Drew, uh, mm-hmm. who, right? Yeah. It was the Grinch, uh, one of the brothers screams. Then the entire town goes, the Grinch! And then they run into <laughs> each other and get in traffic accidents and blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. unconfirmed even. Yeah. Uh, but the entire town just like in an uproar because some kid says, like, imagine if some kid, like, ran in and said, there's a chupacabra, like, in yeah. the middle of downtown. Like, nothing would happen. And total bedlam afterwards, yeah. yeah. So, right. Uh, so, it came back at 20. Okay. Just just that scene, the whole town, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, number two is our third clip of the day. And I, I want right. to um, I want to preface it by saying, have you ever seen uh, The Man in the Moon? Yeah, the it's Man a great Great fucking movie, Andy Kaufman with uh, Jim Carrey, right? Right. Yeah. So Jim Carrey is playing Andy Kaufman. He also plays Andy Kaufman's uh, side character, mm-hmm. Tony Clifton. Yes. Do you remember? You remember that? Okay. So the sleazy lounge singer, basically. Yes. Yeah. If you, the um, listener, have seen that before, if you haven't, YouTube Tony Clifton. It doesn't matter. I don't think whether it's Andy Kaufman or Jim Carrey. Uh, it's basically the same character, same voice, same acting. I think Jim Carrey stole a lot of his inspiration for the Grinch from his Tony Clifton um in that yeah, movie. I can see that. I'm gonna I'm gonna let this clip play and you tell me if I'm wrong. All right. <laughs> that is not a chew toy! Stop it, Max! Get that out of my mouth! You have no idea where it's been! Hearts of the world unite! Give me that! Don't you know you're not supposed to take things that don't belong to you? What's the matter with you? You're some kind of wild animal? Let's go. Thanks for saving me. 
Saving you? Is that what you think I was doing? Uh-huh. Wrongo. I merely noticed that you are improperly packaged, my dear. Hold still! Max, pick out a bow! Can I use your finger for a second? Yeah, I uh, I heard like right in the middle of that segment right there. I heard Tony Clifton like just straight yeah. Tony Clifton. Yeah. Um, it also came back to twenty three. Okay, that's fair. Um, number three, I wrote down Martha Mayhew. Okay. Uh, just her in general, right? But yeah. specifically her introduction when um, it's uh, Betty Lou who and mm-hmm. her having like the neighbor light contest. Yeah. And she introduces herself by going, Hi. Yeah, and then she unveils that giant dick rocket. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> um, but that came back at 17. That high okay. was way over the top. Um, number four, I'm gonna try to do this myself to spare us on uh overdoing the clips. Okay. The the <laughs> I'm probably gonna wake up my kid in the process. Um, but the Grinch's voicemail, right? He goes if you so much as leave one syllable, I will hunt you down and gut you like a fish. Yeah. Uh, 28. Okay. And now I'm going to lose my voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, number five is our fourth clip. Okay. And uh, this one's called Booga Booga. Oh, yeah. How dare you enter the Grinch's lair? The impudence! The audacity! The unmitigated gall! You've called out the thunder! Now, get ready for the boom! Gaze into the face of fear! Booga booga! Mr. Too much. Am I right? Yeah. It's too much. I mean, I, I know he's, it, I know it's like a fictional character who's supposed mm-hmm. to be over the top, but dude. Another 28. I mean, these are high scores. That's fair. And you know, I never saw this movie. Um, so Stacy loves this movie. She has it on DVD, apparently. Oh, we, no. I couldn't find her copy, so I had to download it. But, yeah. um, we like a year after we moved in together in like 2000, around 2013, yeah. I'm in bed. I had okay. like, I had one of those early, like, I had one of those like jovial band practices where you're not, you're just kind of like running the set and having a few drinks. Yeah. So I, you know, I was a little buzzed. I was getting ready for bed. I, I, then I got really, really high. Like I had like an edible, okay, nice. I think that night and Good it hit you. me, it hit me during this scene. And it, you, have you ever had sleep paralysis? Uh, no, I can't say that I have. So basically you're, you're, you're dreaming. And when you dream, your body paralyzes itself because like it's an evolutionary thing. So yeah, yeah. Like so you, don't wanna you don't want to like, dream. Around. Yeah. You don't want to dream you're hunting and then like jump out your fucking window or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I kind of had like a bout of that watching that scene when he's just going like just jumping around and my eyes just couldn't break from the screen. I'm just sitting there like, why the fuck am I watching this? And I wasn't scared, but it was just like, yeah, in that state I I was in, it was not pleasant to watch. No, that that sounds actually awful. Yeah. Like just vibe wise, just like would make me kind of nauseous or something. Yeah. Not good. Uh, all right. Well, uh, on that note, I'm going to move <laughs> to the Grinch again. And I'm okay. sorry about that. But, uh, the, when he goes, uh, at the end, he's like, well, not the end. It's, uh, the movie hasn't really started yet, but mm-hmm. he, he's about to ruin the hubilation. Yeah. 
He goes, this whole Christmas season is stupid, 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 as he, like, points <laughs> to everyone. You know, he goes on and gift, 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 whatever. Um, it's only came back in 24, but definitely worth mentioning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number seven. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I want to get your take on this. Okay. The You're a Mean One Mr. Grinch song mm-hmm. is as over the top as you can get. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I asked the uh, Motometer, uh, and it's, uh, again, it's really hard to dial in songs. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of extra like programming so that it knows what it's what it's you know getting fed and how how to yeah. measure it. Uh, but it came back to thirty, and I think that's appropriate. Yeah. Um, it just I if you haven't heard it, I mean, I'm sure you did because it played during the movie. But yeah. go back and listen to it. it Jim Carrey performs in it, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's an extremely annoying song, personally. Yeah, and um, I'm trying not to compare it to the original one, but if you go back to the old one, it's like they didn't have all the backstory for the Grinch, and like mm-hmm. he's just he's just a guy that kind of wants to be left alone, and they're making all this noise, and he's like, "You're a piece of gangrenous pond scum that I wouldn't let my mother fuck before she shit on it." Like, like, dude, why? <laughs> what did he do to you? Why are you going yeah. so hard on this guy? <laughs> yeah, I um actually recorded that as my voicemail. Like my my grandpa in particular got like a a big kick out of it because I turned yeah. it into Mr. Chris when I was like 17 or something, yeah. you know, and like did the, the bass as, as well as I could. But, um, yeah, yeah. That original song's good though. Yeah. This one, it's like so aggravating to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no song structure. It's like, no, it's like if a song could be a, an amalgamation of like 20 different skits, yeah. you know, is, is what that song was. So I plugged it in and sure enough, came back to 30. Yeah. Huge score. Um, number eight, I'm going to, I'm going to just go through the next few. Okay. Uh, number eight, the, the mayor, um, after the, uh, jubilation is ruined, right? He goes, mm-hmm. invite the Grinch, destroy Christmas. Invite the Grinch, destroy Christmas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause he's like slapping his bed that got pulled out of his yeah. apartment or whatever. Uh, it only came back, it came back in 22, but I wanted to get some non Grinch, um, you know, people yeah. in here. Um, the Grinch at the top of the mountain goes, we did it! And that came back to 27. Okay. And lastly, um, I'm going to do my best performance on this one as well. Um, the heart drawing scene. Yeah. At the very end. He's like, ah, oh, Max, help me. Feeling. And then he does, I'm not going to do the crying because it, it's mm-hmm. like 12 seconds of him sobbing hysterically. Yeah. Then he says, What's happening to me? I'm all toasty inside. Yeah. And I'm leaking. Oh, Max. <laughs> I love you. Uh, anyway, that came back at 28. Okay. Which means, for the first time ever, a song will be entering <laughs> <laughs> the full-on SG Championship. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, when you're ready, take it away there, Rob, with the bumper. All right, let's head there right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to ask you. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, who's of all shapes and sizes to the Ask Cheek Arena. Introducing first, not standing at or weighing in at anything. Hailing from the speakers of the Ask Cheek Arena, your challenger, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, the song. 
And now, fighting out of parts unknown, standing at six feet and weighing in at 184 pounds, your reigning, defending full-on, nasty champion of the world, Pick Van Cleef. And there's the bell. Pick is befuddled, simply boggled out there. Our speakers are blasting your mean one, Mr. Grinch, and Pick is spinning in a circle. Van Cleef has decided to venture into the bowels of the arena to find the source of this maddening tune. Unfortunately, we have no cameras set up in the ass tunnels, so we will just have to wait. Uh, so, Rob, how about from now you just go ahead with your, your ad read while we wait to find out what happens with uh, Pick Van Cleef there. Sure, right, right on. Today's episode of The Worst Movie Ever Made is brought to you by that new show on Netflix that isn't any good, but you'll watch anyway. What else are you going to do with your time? Your boss doesn't respect you, and your home life is lukewarm. It's not like dinner was overcooked or anything. It wasn't. And the sex is regular and actually quite good. You sit in your big easy chair watching the game, staring at your 2.5 children with silent resentment as you clench your jaw and slowly break into a cold sweat. Junior is turning five this year, and you're not getting any younger. The problem is that the only way your life is marked is by its complete lack of conflict. Maybe if you stood up to your boss for once in your life, you'd get past middle management. Maybe that corner office would be yours by now. Maybe you'd stop dipping out on your lunch break to have your nipples stepped on with golf cleats by a desperate post-grad philosophy major who's desperate for the cash so they can get another quick fix. As the ice cubes in your glass slowly take the shape of the water that consumes them into nothingness, you imagine you're an ice cube as well. As you slowly dissipate into nothingness, you hear your wife's voice echo in the distance. She wants to know if she needs to stop by the cleaners on her way back from the grocery store, but you're catatonic at this point. How can a life so full feel so empty? <laughs> you pick up the clicker to change the programming. You're past your prime and watching these virile young athletes gallopanting across the flickering display only opens <laughs> old wounds. And you've had enough pain for the evening. Luckily, that 20 years too late reboot of that show you kind of used to like in the 90s just premiered on Netflix. So you'll probably check out a couple episodes. That new show on Netflix that isn't any good, but you'll watch anyway. Succumb to the mediocrity. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that that literally literally bothered me. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's send it down to see if uh, if we have any answers on Tick Van Cleef. All right, sounds good. Hey guys, the music has stopped here, but unfortunately, that means that Pick Van Cleef has murdered the members of our production team at Ashley Arena. <laughs> Killing fellow contestants, even members of the crowd, is fair game. But Pick has gone too far. He's currently being detained by uh, at mid-ass, and what's this? Pick has slipped the grip of the local police officer. Shots have been fired. Pick is on the run. He's disappeared into the murky underground of the annals of the ass. We promise to have this under control for you next week when we return for a battle between two new contestants for the vacated Ass Duke Championship. Back to Rob and Chris at the pod. Man. Wow. I, okay. I wish, I wish we saw a little more action. I wish we had access to those tunnels. Me too. <laughs> Me yeah. too, man. Uh, I do and I don't. If yeah. you, if you understand my meaning. Yeah. Um, as, as mentioned, um, by the announcer that they can get murky. Yes. Uh, depends on how often they clean them out, I guess. Yeah. The, the um, anyway, uh, having done your, um, delightful ad read, we're, <laughs> we're going to move. We're going to move on to test number five, the poor taste detector. Okay. Um, and we're going to kind of do a lightning round here because um, the 
poor taste detector really is just what we mention all of the moments of poor taste in the film, which can include anything like racism, sexism, um, you know, uh, homophobia, you know, things of that nature, yeah. outdated kind of stuff. So let's do test number five, the poor taste detector. Oh my God, you can't say that. It's 2021. Okay, number one. Uh, this is a doozy, if, yeah. if true. Was the Farfinger, uh, I think that, what it was, Farfinger store owner in the mm-hmm. beginning, was he in blackface? I think so. I think so too, which is, which is really bad. Yeah. You know, why don't you just get a black actor to play the role? Yeah. That's my, in my opinion, you know, uh, number two, leaving your daughter alone in the room that has a floor machine that eats presents. Yeah. Not smart. No. Number three, jumping. Go ahead. That's the reason like we, we both have young kids. That's the reason like things like the boppy get recalled. Yes. It's a pillow. Right. Don't leave your kid by themselves for more than 30 seconds. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's true. People do that kind of stuff. Like, they'll yeah. be fine. Uh, number three, dumping garbage up the mountain chute. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's a landfill. They just dump a bunch of garbage into the, like, maybe, maybe they know, you know, we're like, we're not here for long. More on the snowflake. I don't know. But. Yeah, but it, 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 it would look like a Finland winter, like with like the northern lights, if they didn't yes. fucking just throw garbage all over it. <laughs> right. Agreed. Uh, plus, you'd stop feeding the Grinch, which might be yeah. smart. Uh, yeah. Number four, not knowing where your daughter is all day because <laughs> she's off doing yeah. interviews and, and blah, blah, blah. You have mm-hmm. no idea. Uh, number five, the baby sky delivery system seems a little... Um, I don't know, unsafe. It's like a bastardized stork. Yeah, I, th- I thought I was yeah. thinking stork too. I remembered stork, but then I was like, no, it's just an umbrella basket. Yeah. Uh, number six, electing this particular mayor. I yeah. think it's important. Like, is yeah. he, he's the person you want, um, representing all who's from your, from greater Whoville? Yeah. Uh, number seven, the overly flirty kids in the scenes at the school. Yeah. You know, the, the Grinch and Martha May and, and the mayor as a kid, they're all like, you know, it's just uncomfortable. I don't want yeah. to get into any further. Uh, number eight, the teacher actually laughing at the Grinch. The, oh, what a hack job, the, uh, yeah. you know, mayor says. And then the teacher actually laughs at him. I, I, that's pretty accurate. When when I was in sixth grade, I got a skateboard thrown at my face, and everybody in my math class thought it was funny. And everybody, including the teacher, called me Chip for like a month. Wow. Yeah. That's. I was that's I was assaulted by another one of your students who's sitting like three seats over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> different different times, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. The guardians allowing the Grinch to just run away. Yeah. Yeah, they just, they uh, don't ever care to find out where he went, I guess. Yeah. Uh, number 10, murdering the yodeler for his outfit. Yeah. Number 11, being naked 24 7. Yeah. I mean, is he an animal? They make him like, like, like a humanoid, but he's also like, kind of like a yeti. So I don't. Yeah, he's like a, a very hairy who. Yeah. But like if you saw like uh you know, if there was a guy who like, you know, lived kind of 
in a house down the street and he occasionally was out in his yard and he was just super hairy, but yeah, you know, I think, I think he'd have a police call on him. Yeah, probably, <laughs> you know, he's li- literally not wearing anything. Um, ugly naked guy in friends is one thing, yeah. but like ugly naked guy who's out in the lawn where all the kids are playing or like, yeah. you know, hiking or whatever. And you know, he's got like pink flamingos as like lawn decorations. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the completely unnecessary Grinch and Martha's boob thing that happened. Yeah, the motorboat. Like, he fell on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, just like the wrong kind of movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Not that that would have been funny anywhere. Uh, number 13, and then we'll do a clip for number 14. But okay. uh, number 13, marriage bribery. Yeah. He gives her this, like, huge ring. Yeah. And a new car. Yeah. Uh, in order to win her over. It was like um a, like a show of like it was like um meet the bachelor or pick the bachelor, where yeah. like it's like oh we'll throw in a fondue set and also we'll throw in <laughs> right. a, a new a shopping car, new car yeah yeah um okay this is a very quick clip but it is um definitely in poor taste in my opinion okay oh, catchy that's because I'm green isn't it. Uh, that is a, like, for, I mean, I would have been a little offended anyway, I guess, yeah. but, uh, the fact that they have already done blackface and now we're making a, yeah. a joke about how difficult it might be to grab a cab if you're a black person, uh, seems a little tainted to me. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking the taxi cab probably whizzed by because he just kind of like flew down there and started fucking shit up. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> right. I don't think he even saw the Grinch necessarily. Yeah. He's just like, I need to get away from the explosions and the, yeah. uh, 100 foot tall burning tree in the middle of town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 15, not keeping up with your daughter after she invites the Grinch. So not only do you leave him, yeah. uh, her alone all day to conduct those interviews, but she has ruined Christmas by getting the Grinch involved, who turns out to be just mm-hmm. as bad as you assumed. And, um, you just like the next day, let her go off and do whatever she's doing again. This is the equivalent of being like a, a young parent, a parent to like a young teen in like 2005 and your yeah. son or daughter's going out to meet someone from MySpace and you're like, okay, you'll be back before <laughs> nine. Mm-hmm. Yes, probably also the, it's the hairy, ugly, naked guy from down the road. Yeah, exactly. In actuality. Uh, number 16, having a child drive a completely unstable. High speed, rigged, over encumbered sleigh down a perilous mountainside. Yeah, but the powder was bitching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Darsh. Um, <laughs> but the Grinch at this point is a good guy. Yeah, he has he has already saved the day, so to speak, and now he's allowing the child to control the sleigh in a very deadly situation. Yeah. Number 17, I got two more, and then we'll uh, hop over to test number six. Uh, okay. Actually hooking up with Mary Lou Who after all of that. Mm-hmm. I just like, no. No. You don't deserve – if you couldn't take me at my Grinchiest, you don't yeah. deserve me at my uh, hardiest. Yeah. Uh, number 18, having the feast at the Grinches uh, at the very end is important, mm-hmm. probably literally, but also because there is hazardous waste broken glass and definitely yeah. like giant rats and cockroaches and stuff all over the place. Yeah. Um, that is my last one. You want to mention anything that you thought of that I didn't mention? Um, it's just the, it's like the Rudolph thing where it's just like deviation from the norm is completely unacceptable unless you can exploit it. 
Yeah. And yeah, exactly. just that, that whole, that whole moral, like, I don't get it. It's, and like just him being, I, I was never, like, I was never really bullied a ton growing up. Like middle school were like the years for that. But yeah. the people that like, it was normally like my friends and shit, but the, you don't like hold on to that shit and seek revenge. Like if, 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 if a act of spite falls in your lap, of course act on it. Cause it's funny, but yes. I mean, you just kind of, you just distance yourself from those people and then you, you find other people. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, you grow older, those things, the, the pain yeah. of those situations fades away. If you become an adult anyway, yeah. and uh, you know, you just go on living life. Those are memories you don't want to remember. And that's, that's about that. Yeah. I remember having a friend who like, we didn't have a, we just stopped hanging out because he started being like a massive dick. And he called yeah. me like three months later out of the blues. Like, hey, you want to hang out? I'm like, Oh, so no one else is picking up, huh? And then <laughs> I was just like, well, I'll be honest with you. Hanging out with you kind of always makes me feel worse. And I hung up on him. I never <laughs> saw him again. Yeah. Good. Okay. That, that works. I think the I know end. of who you speak. Yes. Um, but I, I won't mention them on air. No, 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 no name dropping, but it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. you just like, it's, it's, it's in poor taste because like you could just like, he could do other shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. You just go on your separate paths. That's yeah. okay. Uh, test number six is uh, called accounting for entropy. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so basically what we do here is just uh, mention all of the outrageous cliches and tropes, because yeah. if you are a bad writer, um, you depend too heavily on them. Right. So yeah. like um, whether that be the um, choreography, the set design, the dialogue, the direction, you know, whatever, whoever it is, it's leaning on a cliche is um, walking on well um, trodden pathways. Yeah. And that's, that's not very creative. Uh, so we want to point that out because that helps to show how bad the movie is. So let's do test number six, accounting for entropy. Obvious tropes brought to you by, oh, he's right behind me, isn't he? We're going to need a bigger boat. And well, fuck me sideways and call me Senator Blimpy. And it's a shame that Ron Howard has his name on this. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's generally well received. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, this this was just not good. Yeah. Uh, the, the, so this trope, this cliche here, I I haven't mentioned in a while, but um, there was a water. You remember in Waterworld where he eats the eye of the giant creature, and it's supposed to really gross you out, and that's that's yeah. a way to get you to feel something. Yeah. Um, right in the beginning, the Grinch eats like a, just an onion with the skin on and everything. And you're supposed yeah. to be like, oh, you know, and they do it again with like bananas and stuff. And it's supposed mm-hmm. to make you feel like he's he's a rotten character, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the naysayer mayor. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so we had one. a couple of these already. Uh, Jaws um, yeah. are a good movie. Mm-hmm. But that might have been like not the originator, but one of the. And uh, Dante's Peak, the yeah. council, you know. Number three, the competitive neighbors. Yep. Number four, the revealing innocence of a child. Yep. She uh, is able to tell diagnose the town's issues because she, um, you know, kids say the darkest things. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the number five, the honey, the baby looks just like your boss joke that they slip in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that it's, made me ch- that made me chuckle though. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair. Um, number six, the bloody paper patches on your face post shave. Yeah. It happens in Jumanji. I can't say I've ever seen anybody walking through the mall with like bloody paper 
patch yourself. No, it's, it's one. It, it's it's one of those things like you, you're supposed to get up early enough to where if that happens, yeah, you, you walk you walk around it. the house and have your coffee with that, and then it stops bleeding by the time you go. I have this like little this little stick that you kind of like this like, rub on the spots that you get. And you oh. stop bleeding. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. I'm not really uh, hairy enough to need to shave anything but my mustache. I just clip my beard. Uh, ah. Because it just doesn't grow in that fast. Gotcha. Um, the Grinch Cheermeister device. Yeah. Uh, so this this was a way of just wasting a whole shitload of time. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it's similar to things that I've seen far too many times. Um, the Jim Carrey self-reference. So, like, we see this with Arnold a lot, but in this mm-hmm. one, he goes... He goes, owie, right? Which yeah. is, uh, if you've ever seen Liar Liar, he's kicking yeah. his own ass in the bathroom. Yeah. And I think that's where it came from. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, number nine, the trigger, um, that was the trimmer. So yeah. he is like going along with the hubilation until the mayor gives him the trimmer that reminds him of his childhood yeah. trauma and it, and that ruins everything. Uh, number 10, the townsfolk running in every direction. When yeah. there's chaos. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right? South Park like, and Simpsons constantly, yeah. Yeah, sure. But like, if, if, say in Dante's Peak, there was no highway and, and the, like, there was no clear way to get out of Dante's Peak. Everybody yeah. was just running. Like, it doesn't make any sense to have people running in opposite directions in mass because like, which yeah. way is it to the out of town way? You yeah. know what I mean? It, but it makes it look more chaotic, I guess. So that's why they do it. Yeah. Uh, number 11, Cindy is the only who who catches the Grinch, of course, while yeah. he's like ruining Christmas. That kind of stuff just bugs me. I don't know yeah. about you. Uh, number 12, there was a zero hour in the sled disaster. Yeah. Uh, so just at the very last second, he, he get, finds the strength because Cindy is on top of the presence or whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is one of your fa- personal favorites. The okay. number 13, the brave Lou, Lou who. Uh, when he stands up to the mayor and stops <sighs> the flood, all of a sudden he's just shit, like, yeah. guy that falls. I fucking hate that shit. Me too. Uh, and number 14, my last, um, this is just a, and I know this is true of Dr. Seuss's story, but this is a Scrooge ripoff from Sir Finch. Yeah. You know, uh, so I had to mention that. And, uh, do you have anything you want to mention? Um, not really. Just, just the fact that, like just the, his living space, like his abode, his lair, yeah. his fortress of solitude. Uh-huh. Um, I, I get okay. it. I mean, like just because the thing I didn't like about it though is, I mean, that's a cliche in, in and of itself, but the fact like he didn't have to be a stinky, smelly guy that ate glass. He could have just been like an angry little, like, like woolly man that lived in like a, somewhat decent digs and like oh looks when people discover where he lives they could be like oh looks like he's actually like a lot more put together than we we thought him to be or there could have been another direction to that where it's just like oh it's a smelly dank pit okay yeah that um so i'm gonna i think i'm gonna talk a little bit more about that and and the uh the device is coming up very soon so we'll, we'll elaborate more on that but yeah good point um why don't we uh so we rob we don't have a shit coin this week sadly okay um, I was not able to wrangle any Bitcoiners. Maybe they're, maybe yeah. they're catching on to what I'm doing. Maybe, maybe, know. maybe they're reporting back to their consortium and going like, uh, <laughs> right. these guys are being assholes. <laughs> Leave these guys alone. Uh, but we will do our best to get one next week. So what I'm going to do instead, mm-hmm. um, is I'm going to just explain again, uh, for those who may be new to the show, 
why we call the Aztec Arena the Aztec Arena. Okay. okay. Yeah. If you haven't, if you've heard the story, you can skip 30 seconds ahead if you want to, because I'm going to tell it again. Um, I think it's funny. So I want you to hear it. And I want you to also know that we're not just like 100% totally immature. Um, I am. So, all right. So we are, but right. <laughs> that's not the inspiration behind the Aztec yeah. Arena. So what happened was, um, Rob and I used to work together and, I came in one day and I told him about the night that I had last night, yeah. uh, you know, that day. And so I have sleep apnea, like pretty bad. My dad does too. Hey, shout out dad. I know you're listening right now. Thanks for the sleep apnea. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, you know, I used to fall asleep on the couch all the time. Um, my dad did do me a favor and tell me that he has this like breathing machine. So I went and got that. And now I'm much better because I mm-hmm. actually breathe oxygen at night. Yeah. But when you starve your brain of oxygen over, overnight, um, you, not only do you fall asleep like really easily, but you have like pretty vivid dreams sometimes because you go like really deep into sleep and you're like breathing really hard and stuff like that. And you're hard yeah. to wake up, blah, blah, blah. Aaron wakes me up on the couch one night. I had been completely out cold and apparently I was very deep in a, in, in a dream, but I didn't, I couldn't remember what it was, but I was so deep in that dream that when she interrupted me, I blurted out, um, I, I almost went full on ass cheek. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron said, what did you just say? And I realized kind I was kind of half in and half out. And I was like, you know, full on ass cheek. And then for some reason I did the thriller dance. Yeah. With the arms, <laughs> with the arms like side to side. And she started laughing at me. And then when I came to, I replayed what I had said and I thought it was funny enough that I came in the next day and I told you about it. Yeah. Um, and then we just started saying things like, you know, full on ass cheek at work, whatever. Um, so when we were doing a pilot episode, uh, Rob had recalled to that moment when I was talking about people overacting and Rob mm-hmm. had said they went full on ass cheek. And yeah. we had a good laugh because it was a good callback to that <laughs> thing yeah. that happened to me. Uh, so we decided to name the ass cheek arena, the full on ass cheek championship for that reason. Just yeah. wanted to let you know why it is what it is. It just didn't come out of nowhere. It's basically like un, uh, like a sign of uh, upcoming unbridled rage with like no mercy for whoever's in your path. That's what yes. going full on ass cheek is. So we we decided to make like a gladiator dome type of <laughs> right. event out of it. Where if right. you're going full on ass cheek, man, like you're just you better stay out of that guy's way. He's gonna fuck you up. No joke. Um, just one more quick antidote while we're here. Um, I had another moment that I thought was funny. I think I mentioned it last time as well. Aaron woke me up and I I just, (laughs) I just came to and I was like, I will show this world something that they have never seen. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, what are you talking about? We're talking about like leveling cities and like, (laughs) yeah, I was, um, I was M Bison all of a sudden. Right. And, uh, so she was like, what are you talking about? And she started laughing. Right. And I was like, don't laugh at me. Like, it's not funny. Like, you know, cause I was yeah. still like, I was still so pissed off in my dream that like I yeah. actually started, like we laughed about it later, but like we, I kind of was like pissed at her for making fun of me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there too. That was another yeah. good one. I don't get those anymore really though, ever since yeah. I got a sleep machine. So, um, that's that. That's the, the whole explanation. Let's move on to, uh, test number seven, the bad effects side effects test. Okay. Uh, so basically what we do is we talk about CGI here. Um, so we have a grading scale, uh, one through four, one being deep blue sea for the sharks in deep blue sea, terrible. Recall, uh, total recall is our second, uh, highest score. 
still not good. It's more for practical effects and claymation stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, for Total Recall, the 80, 90, 1990? Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, movie? I think, I think so. it was nine. Um, Number three is a uh, Rock Scorpion. That's Rock's performance in uh, The Mummy Returns, where he is a half scorpion, half human god thing. It looks mm-hmm. bad, uh, but it's 2000 CGI, so it's passable. And number four, finally, is a Beowulf. Um, and that is uh, the the four that you get fashioned after the movie Beowulf, uh, where the CGI is actually really good. And it kind of looks real, mm-hmm. uh, but not quite. So it's eerie. So that, that's why it's uh, the best of the worst. So anyway, after that uh, long-winded explanation that I'm sure you've heard before, uh, let's get into test number seven, Bad Effect Side Effect. Cool. So uh, for me, <clears throat> there were some things to applaud, uh, definitely. Yeah. But but there were a, a number of things that I personally didn't like. So I'm, I'm curious to see what your reaction to my thoughts on this. Are. Okay. Uh, the tiny trumpeter in the beginning inside the tuba or whatever mm-hmm. actually really pissed me off. Yeah. I wrote a recall because the CGI was decent, mm-hmm. um, but I hated it. It doesn't yeah. like it's a logical like mind fuck for me that kind of thing. Like, it, does he live in there? Like, does he like? Wouldn't yeah. that interrupt the tuba sound? Yeah, you know, it would, it would block it. Yeah. Right. That kind of stuff bothers me. So I don't, I don't like that kind of stuff. Uh, number two, the noses. Yeah. They could have, they made the, I think they spent all the money on the fucking, cause like it was like eight hours of makeup a day for Jim Carrey and that person's yeah. probably going into like union gold time or something. So they're like, all right, just put some like prosthetic, like silly putty yeah. on these guys. Yeah. Just it looked like I know there's a human nose under there, you know, I would have taken a worse looking Grinch for a better looking, Who's overall? Yes, agreed. Yeah. Uh, number three, also a recall: the wide slow motion, um, the wide smile slow motion transition. So, like in the beginning, mm-hmm. he does the like super wide smile, yeah. and then they do a very choppy transition into like the town of Whoville or something like that. Yeah. Uh, another recall there. So, number four, the burp gas cloud of green. Oh yeah, that was that was like. George of the Jungle style. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And a re- I think they got a recall on that one as well. So yep. uh, recall there. Um, but here I here I go with my first um, – they did a good job here. I think <clears throat> some of the sets were – could be like kind of incredible even. Um, mm-hmm. Like I did really like uh, the look of the mountain. I did really like the look of some of Whoville where it was very true to Dr. Seuss in my opinion. Uh, so they, mm-hmm. I gave them a double Beowulf for those in particular, but, um, cool. yeah. What do you think? Do you, do you like some, you like some of the sets? No, the set design was fucking great. It's, I, I can't fault the set design. Yes. Agreed. It looked like, like 100%. it was like absurd, but magnificent and like jagged, but like smooth. It was like, yeah. they had like, they had all those cool, like shapes and like edges do everything. And like, I, it looked, it looked fantastic. It looked like, um, like a live action, like Halloween land from Nightmare Before Christmas, but a little more yeah. festive. That's a good way to put it. And yeah, we had said Tim Burton before, so that's actually like perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. Recall the Grinch baby. Yep. It's like so obviously animatronic that it, it personally bothered me. Yeah. Um, another recall. And I've got a few more. Um, well, a number more. Uh, the, the whole hoobalation thing just, mm-hmm. just bothered me. Um, with like all yeah. the like fudges and puddings and all that, like gross out stuff. 
Um, so I gave it a recall for that as well. But a scorpion for the tree fire. Okay. Did you like it too? I thought it looked yeah. cool. No, that, that looked really cool because like it, it went up like um at my bachelor party um in like in like 2014 you were there i think right you were i I don't remember if you were still there or not at that point that was fucked up but um um all those guys in that group of friends they all save their old christmas trees till summer yeah and they're just brown needles brown pine needles and they and i got to like put a tiki torch to it and ignite it when i was like nearing blackout drunk and (laughs) it was just like it was just like a pillar. We thought the trees, like in the backyard, were going to catch. Like it was yeah, a pillar of it fucking. It looked like that, and it, that made me happy. It was a no joke fire. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, so the mini car jump spin out thing looked like shit to me. The re- mm-hmm. recall there, the physics were wrong, and the spin out was just for yeah. comedy stuff, I guess. Uh, number 10, also a recall the snow impression by Max, like George of the Jungle, another George of the yeah. Jungle. But that you should not, you don't want your movie CGI to be compared twice to George of the Jungle. Yeah, no, that's that's happening right now. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the sleigh itself, I gave a blue, uh, mm-hmm. a deep blue, because it doesn't make any sense, and um, like from head to toe, it's so so nonsensical. And I know it's Doctor Seuss, but still, yeah, um, that I gave it a blue. But I will give it a. Um, a scorpion for the flying because like the way it went down the hill, I thought was actually pretty good. Yeah. Like the, the CGI of it was actually believably like flying. Mm-hmm. Not that the, that, not that the physics made any sense, uh, but the flying itself. And then finally the moths that he lets go, like in the house that, he, yeah. uh, the stuff I gave a recall because I did look like obviously CGI. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I've got. You got anything you want to mention CGI was? The final zoom out, same thing as Christmas with the Cranks. Like, yeah. a- as everything got further away and more animated, it looked shittier. Yeah, so why do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, you I agree. Just fade to black and roll the credits. That's all you have to do. Definitely. <laughs> of the 13 uh, mentions uh, that I calculated, the result was a 2.5 for a total scorpion. Okay. Thanks to the uh, Beowulfs, the two Beowulfs. So. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> That is our score. I've already jotted down. So uh, I'm going to jump into the illogical inconsistencies. We'll do your movie cool. review. Yeah. Bad credit names. Compare the movies and get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, so number one, can tiny who- who's meet with big ones? Seemingly so, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah. I mean, they're like six inches and like six feet at times. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. They must, they must have like they must the little ones must let spores out into the bigger ones. Uh, i thought the cheap like fart trumpets yeah really bugged me just wanted to mention it is that a joke like because in the beginning it was like yeah not i just saw a dr seuss rolling over and it's great like a pinwheel Um, yeah yeah (laughs) any true mishandling of money actually pisses me off uh, yeah. So the who's throwing money at Farfingal and the 99% off guy, just like, I don't know why, but it, it gets into my brain and causes me issues. Yeah. Like if you are buying something for $60 and you throw a $100 bill at the guy mm-hmm. and you just dash out the door, you know, like yeah. that that's just going to really bother me. And then like no 
uh, self-respecting store owner says 99% off. We do, um, we do curbside, um, pickups sometimes at some places around here to say sure. when we have all the kids in the car, like we've been running around all day and, um, we'll, we'll give them like a, you know, we'll give them like $50 for like a, like a $50 bill for like a $35 thing. And then yeah. they'll, they'll, they think it's a tip. Yeah. Right. Like you're giving them 40%. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, like, no, give me the change back and then I'll tip you. Yeah. Right. Or I, and I, I now you're have, getting less. Yeah. Or I might have a, them. yeah, I might have a couple fives in my pocket that I'm ready to hand over when you give me my change. Yes. But right. like exactly. multiple times, they just like, they, they take like a 40% tip upon themselves. And you're like, no, 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 no. Same no. thing. Give it back. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. It's like 40, 43% even. It's like, yeah. You think I'm going to pay half of my bill on top of my bill? No, thank you. Yeah. And you're not even making tip minimum wage. You're making like $15 an hour. So it's like, yeah, probably, probably. Uh, why does the Grinch pay for a PO box and a phone line? Uh, I, because that's the thing I was talking about earlier where it's just like, he can't just let it go. He needs people, he needs people to know he's still there and that he hates them. I get, okay. That's a, that's a fair defense. And it's like, he could, if he really truly hated Whoville, he would not have any part in it. He would just live in the mountains. Right, right, and yeah. never go back to screw with him because he yeah. maybe wants to get back in. <clears throat> uh, what's with the Grinch having superpowers? Because other who's don't. Yeah, I don't know. He's super strong. We know that for sure. Yeah, uh, he's also he can like like. Um, well, so I follow a Reddit called Redneck Engineering, <laughs> and it's kind of cool because it's like um, all these people like putting together things that actually function, but they don't look like they should. You know it's I mean? like um using the wrong formula to get the right answer. You got like a paint can and a screwdriver and like a vape and right. somehow you make like a motor out of it. Right. So these people are like yeah. geniuses actually for figuring this stuff out. But like he's yeah. got that like genius level uh superpower as well. Yeah. Um the holiday light gun that you mentioned before. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to throw it out there. Um <clears throat> the expression grow into your nose. Mm-hmm. So you have a normal human nose until you become an adult where you have like a really stupid nose that I hate. Um, he eats glass. Yeah. That's going to not be good later. On like, the way out. Taco yeah. Bell is one thing. Glass is another. Yeah. Uh, the one. Okay. So this is, I, was, I said I was going to mention the, uh, the cave again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a couple of like Jerry rigs that he has that are one way, like the zip line. That he uses mm-hmm. is like a one-way device. So yeah. he zips down the line, then he has to because it like drops him off at a, at his chair. This is my best example. Um, if I rewatch the movie, I can find another one. But he would have to have like some kind of pole or something, yeah. and have to like physically walk the zip line back to the to the, yeah. to the top. You know what I mean? Like, if there's no like circular you know clothesline or anything where he's sending it back over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's really tedious to get the zip line handles back up to the top, yeah. Where he would be able to do the thing again. So um, yeah, that kind of stuff bothered me. Uh, what happened to the baby that Grinch knocked off course? Did it freeze to death? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do the Grinch's who moms or, or why do they have a set of clippers? What do, what do they use them for? Yeah, I don't know. Um, if you walked in on someone who is all alone and they have their head in a, dev- in a device that's smashing both sides of their head, mm-hmm. uh, they're alone in their house. Yeah. You walk in on that. What do you do? You, I mean, I guess you push them away. 
Yeah, I, I would I would try to very quietly exit the home because uh, yeah. that is the moment that they become an accidental serial killer. Because yeah, say, yeah, I guess you're right. Because like if you sleep, if you shake someone who's sleepwalking awake, yeah. they will fucking murder you. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, was the t-shirt ripping scene supposed to be an alien joke? I thought he was just making fun of like the buff dudes on like MTV Spring Break when they had like the t-shirt oh, ripping contests. Okay, like uh, the, like the whole Hulk Hogan t-shirt. Yeah. Thing. Okay, because I honestly didn't know whether it was an alien joke or if it was it, like it might be. I can't get into their heads, but I, 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 I immediately know. thought Spring Break like he's trying to impress her with like his strength. Yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. It's um, a, it shouldn't be fuzzy that we there's two hosts of this show and yeah. they both took it a different way. Like, so yeah. that's not a very well executed joke there. Uh, why does the mayor have the ceremony planned around the Grinch if he doesn't expect him to show up? Because I think that, I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I think they're yep. twisting, they're twisting his arm to accept the Grinch, but he also said, I- I'm the runner up if he doesn't win. So right. he just wanted the prize, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I found it surprising that he knew, like, he asked both of the Grinch's like um, caretakers, like his guardian, mm-hmm. his moms or whatever, to come to the ceremony and then introduces them and then, you know, like goes through the, the paces with all of the, the ceremony. But really, the, yeah. the um, his caretakers was the moment where I was like, wait, what? Uh, the mayor was sure the Grinch wasn't coming. So, like, yeah, why would he have dialed them up to get them ready? You know? Yeah. <clears throat> the movie literally could have started at the one hour mark. Like I said at the beginning, like the nine minutes of the Grinch stealing Christmas. Yes. I like the, the cartoon uh, movie from like the sixties or whatever is excellent because it's, it's just like, it just drives, you know, the ball's Uh, already rolling mid midway down the hill. Whereas like, they're like, they're pushing the ball up the hill first. Yeah, exactly. You want to jump onto the moving snowball. That's piling up. Right. Um, Why service the Grinch? If you're the electric company. Good point. I mean, I guess he's paying or what he's yeah. got, he's yeah. cashing in recycled cans for nickels and he's paying his utility bill. I guess so. That sucks when you have yeah. to go back, like to restore the power at the Grinch's. Yeah. Uh, Max as a reindeer is just bullshit. All of that is yeah. just complete horseshit. Trees growing in snowflakes. Yeah. Somehow, uh, that's not Gary Oldman. It's <laughs> 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 like, I looked yeah. it up because I was like, I don't think Gary Oldman's in this, but this looks like Gary Oldman to me. Yep. Lulu who, and he's not. Yeah. Um, how would she confuse the Grinch for Santa Claus? That's, I should have maybe even made that a trope. It's, it's like when it's like Clark Kent wearing glasses in a suit. Like they're like, Oh, it's how do they not know it's Superman? It's like the same thing where it's like, you're supposed to just kind of like let it slide. They want you to yeah. let it slide, but it's really hard to let slide. Because it's his entire face, like in her face, yeah. you know, uh, far, far too many physics questions, Max pulling the sled up the hill, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, why did uh, Cindy climb to the top of the sack of gifts? I don't know. What? Why would you do that? She's looking for the Grinch and then just decides to climb all the way up to the like yeah. she wasn't looking for him up there. Um. Those are some damn good knots in the sleigh rope mm-hmm. that keeps the you know thousands of pounds of gifts strapped yeah. to the side with two ropes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what do the Who police regulate if they're not going to arrest the Grinch at this point? Yeah, because he said sorry or whatever. 
Um, yeah, what are they gonna? It's, I I hate that. I fucking hate that shit. Like when when like you're slighted or something goes wrong, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Well, like we didn't mean to do it." It's like, yeah, but you you did. Like you if, did if, do if, it. If, if you yeah. fall asleep and while you're driving and wake up in like a fucking farmer's market and there's just bodies everywhere. Like I didn't mean to do it. Like yeah, you killed ten people. Like you kind of got to address that. Like you, I know your intentions were pure, but you did murder by accident a bunch of people. Listen, Guile, I, I yeah. know you were in here to arrest this uh, <laughs> ring of uh, illegal street fighters, but you did yeah. kill seven people when you stormed your tank into the side of the wall. Yeah. Um, it took minutes to relight. I mean, minutes to relight and redistribute all the wrapped presents to everyone in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the life cycle of a snowflake raises some major issues. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been dancing around it the entire episode, <laughs> but, um, in my plot, I pitch, I had said, you know, it, it, it's a snowflake falling at, from a extremely high height or whatever I said to <laughs> like in the quantum universe, yeah. you know, it's like time must move slowly or I something. Guess- if you're living on it and like, you're like functioning like effectively like bacteria. That yeah. timeline's probably super accelerated, like in your mind. Yeah. So it, it's like happening in real time, but like what feels like a lifetime is like four seconds. Is it one of right. those so, things? Yeah. So what does that do to Santa when know. he like becomes, you know, like the size of a cell? Yeah. And going, and going back to the Bahu Boris song, like how do they carry the oral tradition from Snowflake to Snowflake? Right. Or yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, um, uh, what do they call that when it's like, um, I, I won't think of it, but the, like the, uh, idea that humans were derived from like some Martian meteorite yeah. material, you know, mm-hmm. is that how it works? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we probably went a little deep there. <laughs> um, so imagine if you're, uh, this is my, this is the way I'm going to end it, but this is my, maybe my favorite mm-hmm. illogical inconsistency yet. So imagine if we named objects and ourselves the way that the Who's do. Okay. Did you did you cook the human ham? Did you enjoy <laughs> your human pudding, Miss Augustus May Human? Yep. Welcome to Humanville's Festival of Human Belation. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's that's enough. I just <laughs> it's totally ridiculous and self serving that they call everything Who everything. It's you like know the Smurfs. I mean? Yeah, same thing with the Smurfs. Yeah, right. You wouldn't like we don't do that because it it would be a constant reminder of something super mundane to you. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Why don't you do your movie review? Okay. I'm doing something a little different this week because I think it's more entertaining than the Grinch, but it's very Grinch related. Um, okay. like I, like I said on the pod before I, I moved from Connecticut to Tennessee in, um, 2000 at the end of 2017. Um, I got, I basically knocked on doors and got hired at the first place that hired me. Like, you know, I, I got down here on November 1st and I was working on November 6th, basically. Um, cool. at, at this giant, giant hotel convention center. It's so big. It has its own hospital. It's got its own like amusement park. It's got its own like eateries on the inside. The whole point is if you stay at this hotel, you don't have to leave for anything. It's one of those type of That's places. Crazy. Yeah. Um, right. so there are service tunnels underneath the hotel and like you, sure. you need to arrive like a half hour before your shift at the HR building. That's where you park. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of like run through all these tunnels underneath to your different designated work areas. And, you know, and like there's a bunch of restaurants on top and there's a bunch of like back of house stuff, a couple flights of stairs down. Yeah. Um, so we had this thing called country Christmas. They do it every year from Thanksgiving <laughs> to new year's day. Um, okay. 
And, you know, there's a whole horticulture team at this place. There's fountains, there's light shows. Um, so like everything's decked out like Christmas style. Um, yeah. the place is so big. They have comic cons there, stuff like that. Wow. They also okay. have, um, they also have presidential people. They, they have presidents come in and do their speeches and have their rallies. Yeah. Um, and they let you know, like with a week's notice because it's going to fuck traffic up and you got to find a way to get into the building. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Fast forward to why this relates to the Grinch. Um, sure. So I did not know. Uh, none of us did because, like, I, I, I follow politics to know what's going on, but I don't like follow like the vitriol and like the the name calling and the who said what. Apparently, yeah. a lot of people called Donald Trump the Grinch. Okay. Um, none of us knew that. So yeah. Um, we're breaking down country Christmas. I, I'm going back a house to like get some cups for the cafe, like like Starbucks cups. And there's a whole yeah. room with like the audio system and the PA system and that's where they play the music and do the fountain shows and they store all the dry goods. Um, yeah. some people made a really fucked up nativity scene and there's like a bunch of like little elves and leprechauns and like reindeer all like bowing down to like a, a, a overlord, like dark evil Santa. Oh, um, okay. So while this is happening, I, I, I just like took a picture of it. I was like, this is funny. Like, I, and like every yeah. day it got more and more elaborate. Like it was like this whole like black mass, like dark uh, sacrifice cool. for the gods, yeah. you know? Right. Um, so my boss, John, he's, he was a general manager of like all the restaurants in that like Delta area. Yeah. He had like a three foot, four foot, like, um, scale replica of the Grinch that looked just like the one from the movie. Okay. And, and, you know, general manager, like nine or 10 supervisors, then like the level I was on, I was like a trainer and all the baristas and cafe workers and restaurant workers. So yeah. I was below the people that did this, but like I was very involved in like kind of like chaotic neutral going like they, they kind of ran something by me. I'm like, I'm like, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I, my hands are clean, but basically they grabbed this Grinch, they kidnapped it. And what they wanted to do was just like bring him to the nativity scene and have a slaughter. And, um, Ooh, okay. And like they, they, they were sending pictures to the boss all night. He's like, you took my Grinch. I told you not to take my Grinch. And it ended with like reindeers, like sodomizing the Grinch. And like, Oh wow. The, the final picture is the Grinch with a bag over his head, hung by his neck <laughs> over the whole scene. Oh my um, God. So we didn't know that this, we didn't know that Trump was called the Grinch by a lot of people. Okay. This was right. the week he was visiting oh, no. the hotel. And oh the God. secret service goes through all those service tunnels to make sure they had to make sure every knife in the kitchen's accounted for. They got to make sure yes. yeah, the yeah. freezers won't close shut on him or all that shit. Cause like right. he walks through the same service tunnel we do. So yes. I, I go home, but I get texts from like all my bosses and they're like, uh, we're in deep shit. I'm like, yeah, wow. I guess so. And so, so everybody, like, all the 10 supervisors above me, they got like questioned like individually by the CIA. Like, they're like, no, 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 no. It's just a prank. It's just a prank. We didn't know Trump was called the Grinch. We will, we'll, we'll cut him down right now. <laughs> oh my God. So, it was Dude, just a, nuts. There's a little fun story I wanted to share on the pod because it's, um, I didn't mean to go too long on that, but it's just, yes, yeah, it's massive, no, like, festive country Christmas happening. Like Donald Trump's coming to speak at our hotel in one of the many, <laughs> many banquet rooms and secret service find a Grinch hanging by its neck over a fucked up nativity <laughs> scene. That's fucking crazy, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and, hey, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that actually. I, I yeah. hadn't heard that. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, why don't we're about to get out of here? I'm just going to do the uh, back credit names and then we'll compare sure. the movies. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to ramp this up as usual. So the first one's not going to be as funny as the last for sure. 
Uh, Linda Fields Hill. Okay. Interesting. You know, uh, you know, Chet Czar. All right. Rain Pryor. Okay. We had mention of a rain in Bangkok Dangerous. Oh, yeah. Check this one out. Norma Lee. It's like Norma Jean, but stupid. It's also Norma Lee. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I missed that. Uh, ben Bookbinder. That's unfortunate. Okay, these two are not a duo, really, but they should be. AJ Thrasher and Paul Hazard. Okay. That's, that's like, yeah, that sounds like, right sounds like the guys from Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> yeah, right. They all have the stupid fucking names, like Johnny yeah. Price and like the Avenger or whatever the fuck they're called. Very dumb. Uh, Mary Vobel Sobel. <clears throat> Deep Roy. Deep Roy. Frisco Canyon. Okay. Rick Boomhauer. I like that because I'm a king of yeah. the Yeah, and I knew you would. Uh, David J. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like that, that right. commercial when the guy's yes. like, my name's Dumas? That's exactly where I was right. going. It is. It's D-U-M-A-S to be fair. Okay. Uh, Kanani Wolf. Okay. Uh, I've got a few more. Burned Angerer. Burned Angerer. Yeah, no kidding. Nice. That's his name. Uh, Oopy Perico. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Rots. Okay. And lastly, David Hyman. <laughs> I think I popped the microphone on that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so that does it. Uh, that's all I've got. Uh, all here right. we. We are going to uh, do the movie comparison, then talk about next week and all that, and then we're going to go home. Yeah. Okay. Um, Christmas with the Cranks, Keystone, negative thirty-five. It was prey. Negative two uh, for the Grinch. Also prey, okay. but um, Cranks takes that one. Plot. Uh, Cranks take that one with a two point two five okay. star uh, plot of four for the Grinch. So definitely more watchable, by at least by uh, the plot. The IDC, actually, the Grinch, uh, outscored the, uh, Christmas with the Cranks with the, um, new system that we've, yeah. uh, come up with devised. Uh, but it's a 39 to 35, so it's very close in the ballpark. Okay. Um, the Grinch ha- also wins the Modometer with a, a score of 30 for the, wow. uh, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch song. Okay. Whereas Luther, Tim Allen only had a, uh, 23, I think it was. Okay. Right. Um, and the cranks fires back with a 22, um, on the poor taste detector. Uh, we had a 14 from the Grinch on the tropes okay. and a 15 from the cranks. So it's four to two going into the last test. Okay. Uh, they, it's a wash anyway, cause they both had a total scorpion. So the worst movie of the season so far is still Christmas with the cranks, though it was close. That's fair. I think so too. I, yeah. I think, I think the Grinch was better. Uh, I don't like it, uh, yeah. but it, it's better. <clears throat> um, the vacated Ask Cheek Championship, just wanted to mention. Yeah. So next week we will have two new uh, contestants, and we will be picking those contestants uh, from what movie, Rob? I'm just going to say, because I know I'm going to lose again. <laughs> it's it's uh, Super Mario Bros., Super Mario well, Brothers. All right. You, yeah. You want me to check it live, though, right? I, I just checked it. It's like, I think senseless got four votes which is like all it ever gets and then <laughs> and then it's like 20 it's like 24 to 4 or something like that it is 24 to 4 for yeah super mario brothers yeah uh 
which is a 1993 shit show. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody can take out the cranks, they, they could probably do it. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's, um, I'm, I'm going to carefully plug the, um, the new Gmail. So with the new name, we also have a, a new Gmail. You can hit us up at, uh, worst movie ever, um, at gmail.com. I believe it is. I'm just going to double check that because I don't want to send them to the wrong place. And this, I'm sorry, I apologize. This is, uh, new for me. It's, um, worst movie ever made at gmail.com for sure. Worst movie ever made g- yeah. at gmail.com. That is our new email address. Um, and we have changed, uh, pretty much all of our socials. So you can check us out there. Um, same page, same material, same everything. It's just the worst movie ever made now. We're done with the bomb filter. We've evolved. Uh, we loved it. It was fun. Um, this, it's the same podcast. We're just mm-hmm. hoping that, um, you know, if we're going to be totally candid, that we uh, can reach a wider audience with a, a name that's more descriptive and makes more sense for what we're doing. It has been available the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow has been available the entire time. And neither of us thought of it. Um, and like, guys, if, if you're already subscribed to us on any of the RSS feeds, like on your, on your podcast apps, it's, um, I already updated the feed with the new title. So I, I went back and, um, you know, I changed the episode names to reflect the name of the new podcast. All the episodes are the same. It's all archived the way it was, just different title, just so it stays consistent. And everything's in one place. So, yep. um, you know, Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple, um, um, Google Play, Pocket Cast, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so we'll, we'll look forward to doing, uh, Super Mario Brothers for next week. And by look forward to it, I mean, not at all. I don't want to watch it, but you know, we do this is a labor of love. We love the process. We don't love the movies. Thank you for listening. Uh, Rob, send us out, brother. All right. Thanks guys. Uh, we will watch senseless one of these days, but it's, it's, you know, if it's, it, I'm, I'm going to say it's up to you guys, but one day I'm just going to force the hand and make it happen. So, uh, have a good week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.